Hello everybody. I'd like to thank you all for watching the shows and for all your positive comments. I've really enjoyed communicating with you all through the comments section and uh, hearing how much your lives are changing because you're watching the shows. I can't tell you how much that means to me to know that you're listening, you're, you're implementing what we speak about on the shows into your life and you're making a difference with this world. That's what we're all here to do, to make a difference in this world. And there can be no transformation of this world without your transformation. So your transformation does make a huge difference in this world. And I want to thank you. And I also want to ask for your help. As you know from the last talk chat that I did just by myself without a guest, I have turned off all the advertising on my YouTube channel. I had it off on pretty much most of the uh, most of the shows, but uh, I just turned it off on all of them. I uh, look, it's annoying. All those ads, ads are annoying. Um, ads annoying because you sort of sit down to watch something, get your cup of tea, sit down, and want to like you know get stuck into a show, a conversation, or whatever you're looking at on YouTube, and you constantly bombarded with these ads and it's kind of distracting it's all part of the distraction that the mainstream media puts out to sort of take you away from your inner work you get distracted by thinking about what you want to buy next what can I buy next you know what do I need it's all part of an agenda that feeds into your need and your desire and to to overcome what you think you haven't got to your sense of you know, lack or not enoughness or anyway, and I don't want to participate in that anymore. But because I've made that decision, I have noticed that I have another YouTube channel that I don't show up in feeds anymore. So in order to keep growing the shows and growing these messages that we put out there with all these amazing teachers that I put on the show, my messages and their messages, I'm going to ask you to share the shows, please, with your friends. I know that maybe your friends or a lot of the people I speak with are difference makers and their friends don't really ex you know, understand what we talk about. But it doesn't matter. Please share them. <laughs> share them on your social media. Share them in emails. Please share because I have made a decision not to participate in a commerce system that buys into insufficiency and lack consciousness. I'm no longer you know of benefit to YouTube and they're not really sharing my shows in the in the feeds anymore which is a big way people find the shows actually they find them in the you know how when you watch a video there's other suggestions in the video suggestions I apparently am not turning up there anymore so it's up to you to help me share the message of unity love peace deliberate creation and I really appreciate if you do that also, if you want to donate to the shows, I would really appreciate that too. I don't do them as a money-making venture. I would much prefer you donate out of the, you know, because you received some guidance and benefit from the shows and you feel like you want to give back. Or you can have sessions with me. That's, a, you know, another way that I support myself financially. Or join our Inner Sanctum groups. They're not expensive. Our Australian dollar is so low at the moment that it makes it super cheap. Even the guidance sessions are super cheap for Americans at the moment. It's almost half price because we're like 60 cents compared to your dollar at the moment. So uh, 
So yeah, it's an inexpensive way of having personal guidance, uh, you know, talking to someone if you're in the US or Europe or anywhere in the world that has a strong currency, our currency is pathetic. But if you are in Australia or New Zealand or places where there is a weaker currency and you can't afford it, I'm always happy to work something out for you. You know, as I say, it's not a money-making venture. It's a, I'm, ra I'm not raising money, I'm raising consciousness. As I heard one priest say to Oprah once, I thought, yes, yes, that's what we're here to do. We're not here to raise money, we're here to raise consciousness. So I really appreciate if you would like to support me in that way. Also, I want to answer a question. Now, I've lost the question. Let me just pause for a sec. Okay, I found the question, but I haven't found who it's from. Sorry about that. I, uh, I, it was a, I wanted to do a YouTube clip on this anyway, talking about manifestation and timelines and being a vibrational match to the virus. Somebody said, could you explain a little more on your understanding of being a, a being a vibrational match to the virus i'm absolutely can understand how an adult can be coming from a place of fear and anxiety becoming a vibrational match but can't understand how a young child can be i'm in the uk she says or he says sorry i think it's a woman and a young patient or three weeks old who recovered and we had a few older children who caught the virus children who were young how can they be a vibrational match to the virus? Now, this is a great question. How can, how can a young child be a vibrational match to any trauma that they experience? So when we think about law of attraction and manifestation, the teaching is raise your vibe and therefore you're no longer a vibrational match to any drama or trauma in your life. Well, that's true on the most part. But in this polarized, contrasting environment that we've elected to incarnate into, we come to experience contrast. So how can a child be a vibrational match to trauma? Well, that's very easy. Children can take on the vibration of the people around them, even a baby in utero, if they're inside a stressful mother, they can don that vibration. But then there is a karmic plan or a soul's plan to experience that vibration. And so we're creating our life from many levels, not just this conscious level where we can consciously or deliberately raise our vibration. We're experiencing or creating or designing our life from a conscious physical level, but from a spiritual level too. So often young children who come in with disease or trauma or experience trauma at a very young age or at any age really, we can experience trauma at any age, We've designed that in our life plan because we wanted to understand, well, for one, experience the contrast because from that perspective in pure positive energy, in our broader perspective or our soul's perspective, we don't live inside a variety of contrast or a variety of frequency which allows us to experience contrast in a way that we do on earth. So we're kind of swimming in love, right? So how do I really know what love feels like if I don't experience the lack of love? And that's what we come to experience here in this denser environment, call it physical earth or third dimension or in any dimension that we reincarnate into from our spiritual home, there is more variety in contrast or a variety in frequency that we can experience that we can't experience there. There, just here on earth. <laughs> There's just a lot more variety. So we can go from the depths of de despair 
to unconditional ecstatic joy and bliss, bliss and everything in between. So that's why this environment, this earth environment is so wanted from a soul's perspective. Although most people when they get here and they experience the contrast, they get me out of here. I would never have elected to come in to experience this. And so a baby or a child or a soul, because really a baby, it's just the body that's a baby, but the soul is the soul, has elected to experience that contrast. So they are creating that from that perspective. And that's how children create drama. It's not that they're deliberately thinking hateful or negative or resentful thoughts, a baby, but they can take on frequency. You'll see it in your children. I have counseled many people who have brought their children to me because their children are stressed. But what's happening is that the child, yes, the child is displaying stress or anguish or anger or you know frustration or anxiety, but it's usually because the parent is. So children are just these empathic beings. They're just this bubble of empathy where they, where they understand that we're all sharing vibration. And at that point, they don't have the intellect or the understanding or awareness to know that they can shift that vibration. So as we grow up, and say we walk into a room where someone's really angry and then we start to feel a little panicked or a little upset or irritated or we start to feel that anger, we as adults can go, do I want to take this on? Do I want to take off this, uh, this, this frequency? Or I can deliberately choose to raise my vibration and shift the frequency. So babies or children for the most part don't know that they can do that, although... Some of them are just so immersed in joy that they're kind of oblivious to your upset, but they do as empathic beings take it on. So I've counseled many people over the years who bring their children with me and they say that they're upset. And when the parent calms down and the parent stops getting upset and irritated and angry and frustrated and all those things, then the child changes because the child is acclimating to the same vibration as the parent. And what happens is, an adult can sort of get upset, the child takes on that upset and then they display some sort of rage or anger or whatever they're displaying and the parent gets more upset because the child is now upset and then there's this perpetuation of frequency and vibration of upset. And so someone has to be deliberate in shifting that vibration and raising their vibe and being more peaceful and being more connected to your source and being more in your bliss and more in your heart energy. And that has profound effects on everyone around you, including your children. So that's how you can help children being a vibration or match to the virus, as she was asking. So this experience that we're going through is an exercise in understanding manifestation. We give it labels. We give manifestation labels. We call it sick, healthy. We call it virus, bacteria. We look through our microscopes. We, we study physicality and we understand that there is something happening in physicality as a scientist looks through his microscopes and sees all these things swiggling around in the blood or in the cells and identifies that's a lymphocyte that's a white cell that's a blood cell you know we give all these things labels and then we we watch what's going on and we sort of match okay so this happened under the microscope and then that person displayed that 
disease or symptom. So therefore that caused that. And now I'm going to give it a label and call that disease. And so that's how we've experienced sickness care or well care on this planet up until now. Well, <clears throat> actually the ancients didn't experience like that. They had a whole different view. And I think that we're moving back to the ancients view where we can experience illness or disease as frequency and when we shift frequency or we shift the match of frequency or vibration we shift the symptoms inside our bodies and that's what energy healing has been doing if any of you have studied any form of energy healing like reiki or pranic healing or theta healing or matrix healing or the the reconnection there's millions of them out there or the journey Brandon Bases, the journey, there's many healings, energy healings out there. What we're seeing is that frequency is causing symptoms or manifestations in the physical body. And as we shift frequency, we can shift those manifestations. And so sound, for instance, can make a profound difference in the vibrational density or the vibrational frequency of the body. So as we in the allopathic system have identified disease through labeling things well, to tell you the truth i don't think in the allopathic system they have a clue of how things manifest in the body i think they give it their best shot to try and find out but for the most part they haven't brought in the consciousness component into understanding what causes dis-ease dis-ease no more ease in the body or illness and i i really hope and believe and feel that what we're going through now <clears throat> will change that for many because we're experiencing a grand deception on many levels but then we have been experiencing that like we're swimming in deception in this uh, third dimensional world and uh, what's happening what's been happening over the last few years i've said this on the show before i'm going to say it again is there's been this gradual disclosure exposure of the deception and i think what's happening now is that so as people worry about getting sick and um, focus on this thing called virus or pandemic and then think about it and then look into what the symptoms are because you're worried and then look at the symptoms as we focus on it if you watch the show i did with nick which i've just come off now so it's all in my head we know we're talking about quantum physics the observer effect as you look at something as you observe it you bring it into being without your observation it cannot be there so our minds are so powerful what we place our attention on gives it strength to be a force of manifestation or an experience in our life so as we focus on the symptoms of the illness, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't focused too much on it, but I know that it affects the chest. And uh, people say that, you know, I'm not going to go into it but because I don't want to focus on it, but I've had a little tiny bit of information, just the tiniest bit of information. But if I get a little tightness in my chest or a cough, I'm kind of going, you know, like I'm buying into the fear that's being... Uh, circulated around our planet through many different avenues and then I go oh gosh now I'm at choice do I want to buy into that and then I relax again and the tightness in my chest goes away we are powerful manifestors we are powerful creators everything 
that's happening in our life we are creating from some level of consciousness be it a subconscious level a super conscious level or a conscious level we are creating our lives and it serves us to understand we are multi-dimensional so we're creating from you know we can carry past life subconscious beliefs and thought forms that is that is manifesting as situations or people or experiences in our lives we can carry karmic stuff we can carry lineage from our uh you know taking on the thought forms of our ancestors or our family and recreate or manifest different situations we're creating on so many levels of being it's not just this conscious level how i think and feel but we do on a conscious level have the ability to make choice and to look and have awareness into what is happening and how we're creating it and that's where the conscious deliberate creation comes in so something's happening in my body or happening in my life that i don't like or don't agree with now on our conscious level we can say i wonder why where did that come from let me investigate that let me look into that let me question it we have a conscious ability to look and create more awareness of why we're experiencing something just like the question that this beautiful person asked how can a child catch a virus how they're not negative they might not be negative and as i said before saying i hate you i hate you and but on some level of their consciousness be it subconscious superconscious they are creating their experience and they're creating it because they wanted to they wanted to experience the contrast in order to learn and grow so with everything that we experience in life and this is what all the shows are about if you listen to them they're about finding the jewel the silver lining in the contrast why have i created that what am i learning about myself how am i expanding how am i growing from this experience what am i um, becoming more aware of that i wasn't aware of before so contrast is such a delicious journey we fight against it we push against it we say no we don't want it but it serves us in so many ways now in saying that we're shifting we have been shifting for a while it's just that the energy's been turned up a bit accelerated lately so we're shifting even faster but we're moving from a time i don't know when when all contrast or not all contrast when contrast will be a little less but we're moving from a time here on planet earth where contrast creates desire so contrast creates the manifestation of our life so as we experience something we don't want we give birth to something that we do want and then as we shift our focus from what it is that as esther would say the step one process that created the desire within us and put our powerful focus and our powerful attention on what it is we wish to create and then find the vibration of that to be a genius deliberate creator the contrast has served us in creating the desire but as we shift into more unity consciousness contrast becomes less less um what's the word i'm looking for less heavy less uh, less traumatic we don't have to create traumas in our life in order to create a life we want we can use imagination and creativity have you ever 
painted or done something creative where just ideas come and come and come and come and the inspiration didn't come from contrast it came from participating in something or thinking about something and then more ideas come and more ideas come and more ideas come and then we can sort of visualize on that and move towards that so that's where we're moving towards a lot of people their lives are like that now I remember years ago running the Academy of Light uh, I was in my 30s and there was another young girl that was also volunteering who was about my age maybe a little younger but all the people that were there were older 50 50 plus some in their 60s 70s and and uh, they all talked about the dramas in their lives and I remember her saying to me I haven't had many dramas I had a really great parents I had a really good upbringing I've really had no dramas and I feel like I'm not a part of this club because I don't really have a, a disastrous life to talk about and I laughed and I said well how great is that you know how great it is to want to serve humanity and be a part of the Academy of Light and be a part of spreading this message without having to have had a trauma that pushed you into this way of serving humanity and I think that that's where we're heading we're heading towards a more unified experience where we want to serve each other we want to serve humanity and we don't need to go through the drama in order to push us into questioning our reality <laughs> into questioning it all like why why is this happening so yes yes an easier way of experiencing it doesn't mean that contrast ceases it just becomes less uh, the bandwidth is is less um, I still can't find that word I'm looking for. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. It's uh, not as much contrast. There's still contrast, but just not as much. So I hope that um, clears up a few things for people. How do you manifest be a vibrational match to the disease or not to the disease? You focus on it. You focus on the symptoms. You want to be a vibrational match to the manifestation of the symptoms of the disease focus on it focus on getting it focus on not getting it think about it think about not getting it think about getting it your attention is powerful the observer effect when you place your observation on something you invite that experience into your frequency so what can you do instead focus on what you want like i want a healthy body i want to be free i want to be happy i want to be in service to humanity I want to be in my passion I want to be feeling fulfilled and find that experience within yourself like bring that vibration up within yourself and then move towards a, a goal or a desire where that frequency that energy takes you you know there is a slight difference between motivation and inspiration motivation says there's something that I want that I don't have and I don't feel like I can have it so I need to do something or be different in order to motivate myself to go out and get it so maybe you know you want to lose weight and you don't feel motivated to get up off the couch and go running or jogging so you force yourself to do it you motivate yourself to do it whereas inspiration is different inspiration is you evoke that feeling within you you work on your inner journey and you start thinking about things that light you up you start investigating who you are as pure positive source energy experiencing a physical life experience you start really focusing on the bliss within you and as your energy 
raises as the frequency and the joy and the bliss raises becomes greater within you you're inspired to do things and so there's no motivation needed you just like oh I want to do that I want to get out there and make this happen like I was inspired to start this show as I saw how powerful media is in hypnotizing the minds of people to focus on fearful negative things and as I said the observer effect what you look at you invite into your life and I'm thinking we could have a different conversation I want to teach deliberate creation I want to talk about law of attraction I want to put people's stories on that talks about how they're you know creating their lives they're connected to their multi-dimensional selves they're connected to their source energy how they found that enlightenment or that connection to source within or connection to guides or whatever and you know that place of inspiration makes the action journey so much more beautiful because it's effortless you know motivation is effortful it's like there's so much effort involved in doing something you don't want to do because you think it's going to get you somewhere rather than raising the vibe within you and then feeling inspired to act so get inspired <laughs> change the world through your inspiration act on those inspirations act on your passions and don't be afraid because we've got your back the universe has got your back you've got a, a whole team a whole mob cheering you on in this dimension and in many others saying yes you can do this you are powerful you are the light in this world shine your light brightly shine your light brightly and by doing that by focusing on what you want instead of what is that's happening that you don't want whether it's global or personal you become a powerful force a powerful source of transformation and light and love and peace in this world and I know I don't have to tell you all that I know you are that these are just some reminders from home so thanks again for watching and listening to the shows and remember to share them share them share them share them because what I was relying on to share them the YouTube platform is uh, not being my friend at the moment maybe I should focus on YouTube sharing them more <laughs> or I can ask you love you all bye for now